Okay, say some things. Hello. Adventure. Love. Connection. Risk. Passion. Evolution. Play. Life. The Archetypal Tarot Podcast. Provocative mythology for the 21st century. Welcome back to the Archetypal Tarot Podcast. This is your long-lost yet familiar voice of Cindera Quackenbush, now piloting the latest rendition, which Julianne Javeau, here in spirit, has christened the Archetypal Tarot Podcast 3.0 or Archetypal Tarot Podcast Cubed. For those of you just joining us recently, the Archetypal Tarot Podcast began in late August of 2011, where we recorded our first podcast of The Fool. We proceeded to follow the fool's journey through the major arcana of the tarot, exploring the archetypes, symbolism, cultural connections, and philosophies surrounding each card. We recorded these almost entirely in my little closet in San Francisco. These were good times. After the completion of the World Podcast in 2013, the podcast shifted gears and Julianne took the reins on the podcast. You might call this period the Archetypal Tarot Podcast 2.0, with an incredible lineup of interviews and archetypal explorations with artists, musicians, authors, eco-psychologists, astrologers, philosophers, psychotherapists, fern healers, and overall tarot badasses. In this latest phase of the Archetypal Tarot Podcast, we will take a more intimate view of card readings inviting in real-life questions and the card readings that result. This podcast will seek to find the collective meaning in the personal and to offer tips and approaches for readings for yourself and others. It is intended to be reflective in nature and also to read a bit like a story time. Whether you're relaxing, driving, or folding laundry, which is what I like to do while listening to podcasts, I hope you can sink into the stories shared, imagining them deeply and coaxing out the wisdom in the metaphors for your own inspiration. For the reading you're about to hear, and for most of the readings I will be sharing on this podcast, I use my own deck of the Story Through Stone reflection cards. This deck contains naturally occurring imagery from billion-year-old stones from Death Valley. The cards have no words or numbers, but I do parallel a great number of the cards to the traditional tarot. So, just in case you're worried we're deviating too much from the classic tarot, I would like to reassure you that we'll be encountering lots of juicy, archetypal goodness in these readings, while also drawing on the powerful metaphors of nature. So, let's turn to our first question of Archetypal Tarot Podcast, Cubed. Our question comes from Dee from India. She is asking, Hi, I am a tarot reader myself, and I have been reading for people professionally. In addition to reading cards for people, I like how I can be a friend to them and listen. After leaving my last job, I started reading for people outside of my friends and family circle. What started as an experiment has grown since, and I would love to see it grow further. I would love to know about the scope of my practice for the next year. Mmm, how exciting to get a question from a fellow tarot reader. It's so great to do readings for each other, trusting each other's intuition, and getting inspired by different approaches. 
I chose for this reading to do a simple three cards for D. The three cards resting side by side from left to right represent her roots in tarot reading, that's the left card, her present in reading tarot, the center card, and her future possibility for one year, the card on the right. You can see the picture of the spread on the podcast page. Here is what emerged. The left card, I saw some drifting spirits under the ocean. In the center card, uh, I'd like to call this card Dante's world, but it shows a figure walking with a stick in a fiery landscape. And on the right, we see a bridge. Looking at each of these cards one by one, one by one, I wrote my intuitive perceptions of each card down in my notebook, spinning the three cards into relationship with each other. A story took shape from the imagery. Here is the story for D that follows. Once there was a floating spirit who had detached herself from a certain position, a world with which she no longer felt meaning. She at first did not know where to go, but in her floating felt suddenly pulled from something below. It was the tug of another spirit. The spirit wanted to show her another world that had existed below her all along. She followed and studied the aspects of these new depths once she reached them. She studied their life forms and found them to be familiar. She steeped herself in the new world's imagery and found that she loved it. Now, she could stay here forever, loving these forms of the deep, but the surface world once again called to her. The spirit who had originally brought her there begged for her to stay, clinging onto her arm. But she knew the surface world needed these gifts from below, and she was excited to share them. Though the spirit pulled her down, she lifted with a newfound will and brought the spirit from below with her. The spirit transformed into a staff that could, that could connect her always with the ground, with what was below and always supporting her. With her power and the assistance of the staff, she stood tall on the surface of the earth and began to walk. Each step solidified beneath her she could now walk into any terrain. Eventually, she came to a body of water in which this was tested. As she walked over the water, each step solidified into a bridge beneath her. When she reached the other side, she looked back from where she had come. She was pleased to see that people were behind her following her over the bridge. They were crossing over to hear about her knowledge of the depths. Interpretation 
D. When you left your last job, a new world opened in the reading of cards. You studied and learned about the imagery and symbolism of the tarot. You found that you greatly enjoyed the connections between the cards and the people you began to read for. As you emerge from your early stages of learning the tarot, there is a greater call to bring more of these readings to the world. With each step you take in this direction, the stronger the bridge will become in the growth of your practice. Each reading is like a stone in this bridge. The more you walk it, the more people you will attract. The spirit staff is your continued connection to the world beneath, the unconscious psyche that advises your readings. Any fears around being a novice or keeping the practice unseen and under wraps is quickly dissolving. The center card shows your growing confidence and will to grow your practice. In the card of future possibility of one year, I see many followers attracted to the readings you will offer. Best of luck in what looks to be a successful endeavor. For our podcast listeners, I hope that wherever you are in your tarot path, you may have found an interesting image to guide you forward in this reading. By practicing these readings, going with your gut, playing with the imagery in the stories, you may not even need Gladwell's 10,000 hours to become a confident tarot reader. Just keep it up. If you like this method of storytelling with card imagery, try it yourself with any deck. Story Through Stone cards are also available for purchase at storythroughstone.org cards. Become a patron today of the Archetypal Tarot Podcast at any level and receive a Story Through Stone reflection card reading that may be featured on this podcast. Make your tiny or not-so-tiny pledge at tiny.cc slash tarot. Last but certainly not least, a special shout out to our current patrons, Kat, Richard, Allie, and Geneva. Thanks so much.